Well, I'm here. Where's everyone else? Ah, oh, damn it. And welcome to the Warpster Cast. And I'm flying solo today, so uh, you're stuck with me. <laughs> Various scheduling conflicts, bit of illness, bit of problem, bit of a uh, nightmare in terms of getting everyone in the right place at the right time means that, uh, yeah, we couldn't quite do the uh, session we would normally do, so, uh, yeah, you're stuck with me. Yay! So, anyway, uh, Simmons Planes, I won't go into too much detail because, um, mainly because the DSO is not here to completely derail me like he normally does, so... I guess the brief notes would be another ZB benefit, Triple Eight have uh, managed to get Lounsey into victory lane this time, which is uh, the first time in quite a while that he's actually managed to put a win together. So, business as usual, um, Cappy got a bunch of points and is now uh, actually leading the series, which just goes to sort of um, put forward my theory that uh, he's going to walk away with the championship. Ford had a shocker, Chaz Mostert had an absolute shocker uh, with that little pit lane faux pas, and um, DJR Team Penske's just really not done what they did last year in terms of pace or in terms of momentum. They're really, really struggling. Uh, Tickford Racing's really no better, um, and the less said about Nissan, the better. So, uh, yeah, Formula Holden, I think, is uh, going to be the uh, way of this year. Uh, thankfully, Triple Eight's got a little bit of competition with uh, Erebus, uh, Welcome to Andretti United, and uh, GRM poking the nose in, and Brad Jones Racing poking the nose in. So the inter-team battle's still interesting, but, uh, yeah, up front, Triple Eight seems to have the wood on everybody. Bit of uh, news, and I'm going to focus a bit on the uh, news side of things with this little presentation. Uh, I suppose the first big piece of information that sort of came out in the past few weeks is uh, Holden halting development of their uh, twin-turbo V6 engine. I think it's fair to say that um, that was more of a business decision than a sporting decision. Holden doesn't really need... A new engine at the moment. The old one seems to be doing pretty well and Holden is very short on capital at the moment. The future's not quite so certain as it should have been with the uh, company that produces their main family size model, the Commodore, now not being owned by GM. Sales are struggling since uh, the home homegrown Commodore has disappeared and They've sort of fallen into the same trap as Ford has marketing-wise in that smaller cars skewed towards a female demographic, they're really not going to buy Holdens at this point. And certainly um, the product mix and the marketing around that has changed significantly. It's going to take time for the uh, general public to adjust. And I think Holden has sort of fallen down the same trap that uh, Ford has in terms of getting on the wrong end of that. In fact, uh, I read in, with interest uh, last week that the Holden marketing manager has actually uh, resigned or quit. I can't remember which, but he's not there anymore. 
So interesting times with that. Um, I don't think that the V6 Turbo is necessarily a dead project. It's more a case of they don't really need it. They need to keep the capital within Holden. And um, it's an expedient program. Um, unfortunately, accountants tend to run car companies, not uh, speed freaks like you and me. Second bit of interesting information is um, Archer Capital is uh, winding up. Uh, Peter Weeks, who's a, a bit of a legend in the private equity uh, world, has decided to uh, basically leave and um, focus on other business interests. Uh, the rest of Archer Capital's undecided of what they're going to do, but it sounds to me like the business is going to be wound up within the next five years or so. Uh, there's five current blocks of um, management portfolio that Archer is handling. Um, I believe Supercars was part of block three. So they're going to end up winding that up in approximately three to five years. So Supercars isn't up for sale yet, but I imagine if the right uh, buyer came along, they'd probably take it at the moment. This partially explains two things. One would be the fact that Archer was sort of floating supercars as being up for sale uh, towards the end of last year, which I believe is them gauging the market more than anything else. Um, and certainly... Once they've gauged that value, they can then take steps to increase the value, which leads to my second point, which is uh, Sean Seymour seems absolutely desperate to do the next media deal uh, as quickly as possible, certainly ahead of schedule of what would otherwise be done. The reason for this is twofold. One is obviously the security of uh, supercars broadcasting going forward, given the uh, volatile media market and the fact that their free-to-air partner is uh, now owned by people that it wasn't owned by uh, when they first took on the deal. Uh, News Corp's changed hands. It's now owned by Disney. And... Um, yeah, it's all a bit of a different market out there. So they've got three to five years. It's not going to change anything in the short term, but certainly long-term planning is needed. And um, Archer Capital's very, very good with that and has a track record with that. So fear not. I don't think Supercars is going to go down the toilet in the next five minutes. The ownership situation uh, could be interesting. There's pretty much three options. One is that a media company buys it as a um, property that they can put on their programming, uh, very similarly to uh, the World Touring Car Championship or the European Rally Championship, both of which are owned by Eurosport, which is a um, cable channel, very prominent in Euro Europe, funnily enough. The second option is, is that teams buy out Archer, in effect, and enter into an arrangement which would be very similar to the CART uh, organisation uh, that ran IndyCar races in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and part of the way to the 2000s until they went broke. And the third option is that another financial organisation or 
equity fund or similar buy-in, i.e. much like Archer, in which case they can pretty much continue as they have just with different ownership. It's fair to say that um, in reflection, Archer has actually done a very good job with the series, uh, considering what uh, state it was in when uh, SEL and Tony Cochran sold out in the first place. Financially, the series has never been better. Um, In terms of corporate sponsorship, they've uh, never been better. Interestingly enough, though, um, the Red Rooster deal that uh, was done for supercars yeah, they're both owned by Archer, so no surprise Red Rooster got involved. Anyway, um, yeah, they're now at the point where manufacturer support is not necessarily needed, which can only be a good thing considering Roland Dane reckons he's tipped in uh, a seven-figure sum to homologate the uh, ZB, which would explain why the uh, wing kits cost 50 grand apiece. Speaking of homologation... It seems as though Ford's slowly having a change of heart on the uh, interest in keeping a presence in the supercar field. By no means is the factory going to come back, and I think it would be a pipe dream to think that they ever will, considering that, uh, again, their marketing is very much towards um, young, aspirational women who like short-haired people on adverts. Well, she's pretty cute, but anyway... Um, I think it's fair to say that uh, Ford's marketing strategy of late has really blown up on them. Uh, they're not selling many Fiestas or Focuses. They are selling a lot of uh, Rangers, and uh, their second biggest seller overall is the Mustang. So... Supercars is looking like a pretty decent marketing fit if you want to focus on where you're selling the most cars. The interesting part of this is that two teams will need to work together on this one, specifically Tickford Racing, which holds the um, license, if you like, to do the homologation on behalf of Ford, and DJR Team Penske, which desperately wants to run a new Ford, and has the money and the engineering and the will to do it. Part of the reason that you need DJR Team Penske involved is because Ludo Lacroix used to design all of the Triple Eight cars for Roland Dane. So that's a pretty good person to have in your uh, back pocket when it comes to making a new car. So... The two teams are almost certainly going to work together on this one. Now, it's all up in the air, a bit speculative, a bit this, a bit that, but there isn't smoke without fire. Ford, I believe, if Ford US has anything to do with it, will probably allow the intellectual property to be used because Ford US desperately want Roger Penske to be running Fords wherever Fords can be run by Roger Penske. Uh, They're very, very nervous about the fact that he's talking about Commodores, because, uh, yeah, Ford US uh, likes selling lots and lots and lots of trucks and uh, vehicles to uh, Penske's leasing organisations, so they want to keep that commercial tie as uh, tight as possible.
I think the only racing program that Penske has these days that isn't involving Ford is the Indy program where Ford don't have an engine and uh, Daytona prototypes where Ford don't have a program and uh, Rogers running uh, Acuras or Hondas if you like for um, uh, HPI. Anyway, back in Australia, interesting times ahead with um, the Ford entries. I could see that between the two, raising the million or so required to do a Mustang or a Mondeo, whichever model uh, Ford and they agree to do, isn't a stretch. To do it by the start of next year would be a stretch unless the groundwork's been done and they're a hell of a long way into the modelling and um, sort of conceptual phases of it much less the production. I mean, they're lucky from the point of view that they've only got to supply 10 cars at most rather than Holden, which had to get up to 14, I think, and they only just made it. Penske has a lot of engineering and manufacturing horsepower that AAA doesn't because they've got a massive base in uh, Charlotte in the United States, which is where they run all of their racing programs out of. And considering what they do with NASCARs in terms of shaker rigs, wind tunnels, all this sort of business, they could come up with something pretty special if they really felt like it. Um, And don't sleep on Tickford Racing either. I mean, that was set up as a factory team not so long ago. And they've got some pretty impressive facilities themselves. So... We've covered Holden, we've covered supercars, we've covered Ford. Uh, Nissan's sort of saying, well, we've got a better car than last year, but everyone else has got a better car, so uh, we can't show it. Uh, Simona's top 10-ish pace on Simmons during the uh, practice sessions was uh, denied because of changed brakes. It's just a bunch of excuses, really, isn't it? I mean, is anyone actually buying this? You know, Scott Sinclair, you're a great engineer. I'm sure you're a great dude, and you're really great at coming up with reasons as to why your team isn't doing what it really needs to be doing. And does anyone at Nissan really want to come out about the financial situation? Because I've got a sneaking suspicion for a factory team. There's not a hell of a lot of money in the kitty. Anyway, we'll do some uh, secret squirreling and see what we can come up with on that one for you all. Meanwhile, uh, Phillip Island. The next round, much, much higher speed than anywhere they've been so far. Should be an interesting one. Um, I'm expecting, well, Triple Eight are going to be up the front. And I think uh, probably Davey, possibly a Walkinshaw and Andretti United car or two, GRM maybe, BJR, one of the smaller Holden teams will harass them all the way. I keep saying that um, Team Penske's going to, or DJR Team Penske's going to do something sooner or later, so hopefully that's this weekend just for the sake of the series. 
Um, the Falcon is long in the tooth, but it's the best we've got for the moment. So he is hoping that uh, Scotty or uh, Fabs or Chaz or somebody pulls something out of nowhere and uh, gives the ZBs a bit of a shake. Uh, Nissan, maybe Andre or uh, Caruso might be able to put a weekend together. Um, I hope they do. Uh, Nissan deserves some success because as much as um, we've bagged the Kellys and said, well, they're not really doing very well, those guys put in a hell of a lot of effort. And it's difficult to um, do an orphan racing program where you're running a unique engine, you're running a unique chassis, you're running a unique everything, and there's only four of them. Well, weight of numbers says you're not. You're going to struggle. Anyway... I'm going to go three to look out for first, and I think that... I think Lousy might have another good weekend. Uh, Phillip Island's his sort of place, a lot of high-speed stuff, which um, suits somebody of his um, talent set. And he's very comfortable with the ZB, noticeably more comfortable than he seemed to have been with the last couple of uh, generation of Triple uh, A cars. I'm going to give Andre Heimgartner another chance just because I really, 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 really want him to do well. Really want him to do well. Really want him to do well. Please do well. Please do well, Andre. Anyway, yeah, so Andre is going to be my second pick. And third pick, uh, thinking, 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 Scott Pye. I think that... um. You know, Wilkins and Radio United have really shown what they were back in the day and sort of really, I hope they know why they're quick because it really did come out of nowhere and it's just nice to see another uh, team back up there again. Um, I do have a soft spot for the artist formerly known as the artist formerly known as HRT. So, um, and Scott, Scott Pye really deserves all the success. He's really done the hard yards over the years. So hopefully he has another good weekend. Heart pick. Chaz Mostert had an absolutely horrible weekend in Simmons. And it really wasn't his fault. I don't think the Tickford Racing gear is up to what the uh, Dej RTP gear is. And I don't think either of them are up to what the uh, majority of the ZBs are up to. So he's really just making it work. And Chaz is all sort of making the car work, adapting to the car. Um, technically, he's nowhere near the best, but he just seems capable of dragging whatever it's got out of it every weekend. And you cannot put a price on drivers like that. As uh, the DSO and I said in the last episode of the Warpster cast, he's sort of in that Brock Richards mould of just get it close enough and he'll make the rest of it happen. He'd be amazing in a um, car that was developed by somebody with a bit more analytical skill. And I do wonder if uh, TR are actually missing Jason Bright a little bit in that respect. Uh, Richie's having a shocker because he hasn't got any money. Uh, Winterbottom goes off on his own, and um, I still can't remember his name. <laughs> Cam Waters. Uh, Cam Waters is uh, still still uh, developing as a driver. He's still very young in supercar terms. 
my head pick, well, it's going to be Jamie Wincup again. Seven championships, run away with this year. Championship leader despite DNFing one race three rounds in. Yeah, you've got to say that um, it's Cappy's championship to lose at this point. As much as some of you are going to hate me saying this, title number eight's on the way, and I'm yet to be convinced that anyone else is going to get close. So anyway, thanks for listening to this uh, abbreviated version of the Warpster cast, which is probably why we won't give it a full number. It'll probably be like ten and a half or something. But um, anyway, if you want to see what I'm up to on uh, Facebook, it's uh, www.facebook.com slash supercarinsiders. If you want to catch up with the podcast DSO and uh, all of his shenanigans, uh, www.facebook.com slash podcast DSO. And in the unlikely chance that you want to catch up with the podcast sound engineer, he still doesn't have a page. Really should get him one. Anyway, that's me. I imagine uh, the podcast DSO is probably playing some Lake Minnetonka over my uh, voice right now. So enjoy Philip Island, guys, and I will bid you adieu. Bye.